This episode of Risen Motherhood is funded by our generous donors. If you like this podcast, please consider joining them at risenmotherhood.com forward slash give. Motherhood is hard. One second, we think we're doing a good enough job, and the next, we feel like the worst mom on the planet, which is why we need the refreshing truth of the gospel to be repeated over and over, giving us hope in the everyday moments. So mama, whether you're sipping cold coffee or doing a sink full of dishes, we hope you'll find truth, encouragement, and laughter here. This is the Risen Motherhood Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to another episode of Risen Motherhood. I'm Emily here with my sister-in-law, Laura. Hey guys. And we excited to jump into a topic today that probably most every mom faces about screen time. Oh yeah. But first we just want to let you guys know that we are going on a Christmas break at Risen Motherhood. We're going to go dark on social media, kind of our website will be up, but we won't be posting new content from Mm -hmm. December 22nd to January 1st. And we just do this to rest and recharge as a team and just trust God that like, even though we're not producing new content or putting all these things out there that he still uses the ministry to reach people with the gospel, even when we are just enjoying time with our mm-hmm. families and celebrating the birth of Christ and looking forward to his return again. And so that's what we are going to be doing during <laughs> that nice blackout time. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll be back in January with a whole new season for yeah. you guys. We've already planned all of that content. We're really excited. It's going to be some great shows for you. But on to our topic for today, screen time. We thought this was kind of apropos because probably a lot of your children too over the holidays, at least it's ours. winter. We're yeah. inside. What is there to do? <laughs> a lot of TV, right? Or maybe you're traveling yeah. and you have the, the flip down TV thing in your car. And that is why we want to tackle it today. And we know that like all of us, at least Emily and I, and we <laughs> think that you're like us, it kind of feels like we all just want to know exactly how much is too much. Just tell yes. me, pediatrician, and they have told us or it's like two hours a day. Amount. Tell me the amount that yeah, I what's godly. A bad mom. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, what's that perfect formula for knowing that this is how much screen time to give? This is how my kids will turn out. They're going to turn out in a great way, but it doesn't really play out that way, right? Every day is a little bit different in the life of a mom. And this topic tends to be kind of divisive. So even if you Mm -hmm. want to bring it up with your mom friends, you're not really sure if you're dropping a bomb (laughs) or not. Exactly. And so we are going to kind of be discussing that. How does the gospel apply to that? How much screen time question today? But before we jump into that, we want to kind of clarify what Mm -hmm. we're talking about, because Mm -hmm. in this screen time conversation, it runs the gamut from what type of content are you showing them? Or what do you mean? You mean full access to the internet? Do you mean TV on a TV screen? Is it educational? Is it educational? That's totally different category. (laughs) Educational, different. (laughs) So uh, today we're going to narrow in of just some assumptions we're making, base assumptions for this conversation. One, We assume we are talking to a mom who is already using wisdom and monitoring the content. So that would be, she knows what shows and videos her children are watching. She's already discussing maybe with her husband or she's thinking on her own really critically about what would be appropriate for her kids to watch. And we are assuming that we're talking to a mom who is already well aware of kind of the research that's out there about screen time, quantity, and content in terms of how that can impact development, you know, that 
that you know that there are implications, just like in the food conversation, mm-hmm, right? That mm-hmm. we, we know there are implications to the type of food that our children eat. There are implications to the amount and type of screen time that they're getting. We're, we're assuming that you guys already know all that stuff. You've mm-hmm, read the Facebook mm-hmm. articles, whatever there mm-hmm. is out there. Yes, that's right. <laughs> all the terrifying articles. So instead of addressing, hey, are screens good or bad, or even parsing out the type of content that you should be showing your children, what we're going to be doing today is talking about our hearts. So what is driving your use of the screen is the question today. So Emily, do you want to start with like, let's, you know, tell our own problems to everybody. I love this part. Um, Yeah, I think, yeah, for me, my biggest struggle with screen time is honestly wanting to use it for my own convenience. And, you know, sometimes just things get chaotic in our home and I just feel like, this is getting really stressful. This is getting really, really loud. How can I get everybody to calm down and quiet down? Oh, there's a screen for that. Um, and so (laughs) that can be a real temptation for me. And I've done lots of things throughout the years to kind of curb that and think through that. So that's not to say it's like unchecked, but I think that's a struggle that each day as I'm getting ready to say, Oh, we are maybe going to have a little bit of screen time here. I need to always ask myself mm-hmm. that question because underneath that might be lurking. Am I? Just, are things just feeling a little too hard, too hot mm-hmm. in this parenting mm-hmm. kitchen? S- screen time scope creep. That's hard. Say and that I'm, ten and times fast. Yeah, and I'm just kind of wanting to use this instead of depending on the Lord, instead of really pressing into a hard parenting moment. So that's mm-hmm. that's my problem mm-hmm. right that's there. That's a good one. So as usual, Emily and I are like polar opposites (laughs) and I can easily feel a lot of guilt about screen time. I have a tendency to sort of believe there is this right and wrong amount of time for my kids to be in front of a screen. And I wouldn't say it's like this hard line. It's just kind of a feel and it's my own line that I've created. Like say if they're sick, okay, there can be a little bit more and the leash can be a little bit longer, but if they're not, you know, let's stay well within those guidelines that I've set. And it's definitely something that if I feel like I've surpassed this certain level, I will feel guilt and I will feel like there are major implications down the road potentially for my children. Or I will even like try to hoard up screen time. Okay. They haven't watched TV in a couple of days. So. Oh no, that's, that's a real strategy. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> it works. <laughs> I'm just thinking that's, that just sounds really normal. Yeah. Like yeah, that yeah. mental totally. game playing. Of it's like, totally playing a mental game. Well, they didn't watch any yesterday. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. double today. Double. I hope right. some of you out there are laughing right now and oh, you're man. like, Actually, my kids are watching double right now because of yesterday. (laughs) But again, the educational videos, totally different category, right? Like if they're learning to draw while watching YouTube videos, I mean... We love to draw. That's like arts and crafts time, not TV time. (laughs) All right. So Laura and I just, as we were talking through our own heart issues with screen time, we thought, you know, this is pretty representative of kind of two big pitfalls that moms can fall Mm -hmm. into with screen time. And we know there's a lot of others and there's everything in between, but we just kind of want to speak to the mom that can relate to that feeling Mm -hmm. of, yeah, like my screen time choices for the kids are, it's really driven by my convenience and by what's easiest and by getting my to-do list done. And then also take a minute to just kind of speak to that mom who's feeling like I have lots of rules and everything is kind of firm and controlled. And and if I just hold to this certain standard, like everything is going to be okay. They're going to develop wonderfully. They're never, whatever all those things Mm -hmm. are that we think we kind of just want to speak the gospel into both of those situations. And maybe you'll fall somewhere in Mm -hmm. there and 
here's some truth. Yeah, we're major like oversimplifying probably the heart attitudes around it, but we're just using ourselves as case studies. So, you know. (laughs) Okay, so the gospel for each type of pitfall or for each mom's tendency. So for the mom that lets the needs and convenience kind of direct her screen time, uh, we want to start with just for both moms really, but reminding them of God's design. And so God has given a mom a specific job and role to do with her children. And that's training their children, uh, giving them instruction and raising them in the ways of the Lord. And so this does include being thoughtful about screen time and using it as a tool rather than something that's a crutch. And we have a limited amount of time with our kids and we need to be good stewards of that time, helping them walk in what is wise, not as what is unwise. And I think it's like so important to remember um, that God promises that he is going to be with a mom every step of the way, that he will Mm -hmm. equip her for every good work, even when things get hard. Mm -hmm. And another thing for that mom is just acknowledging the struggle. You know, no, she's not going to get the balance right every day. And her bent might be towards like finding what's easy or I want a little temporary fix for this situation because I don't want to have to feel the hard thing or, hey, we'll get this better tomorrow. But there is good news because of Christ. We are a new creation and God doesn't want us to use, or this is something I have to repeat to myself. I'll just say that. (laughs) God doesn't want us to use our new life or our freedom in him as an opportunity for sin. He wants us to use our freedom and the grace that he's given us for good works and service. And so... I often have to remember, and maybe this mom who's struggling with this pitfall has to remember too, that, you know, God can work through the Holy Spirit. He is powerful and he is able to help grow her and change her and equip her just like what Laura was saying. And so she can remember to focus on God and the design that he has for her life and to trust him to help her accomplish that. And just a quick note, like the sin issue isn't her handing her child to the screen or turning on a show. That is not a sin. It's the heart attitude mm-hmm. behind the reason why you're running to that show. Like, are you running to a TV show or are you running to God? Yeah. And, and so when we talk about sin, we just want to clarify and we'll yeah. talk about this more. We're going to press yes, it out. Yes, yes, yes. So, Okay. The next mom, this one, we're talking to me. Um, <laughs> this mom uses screen time's rules to feel in control and often believes, uh, whether it's spoken or even known, that it will aid in a specific outcome. So in this, you know, I often think like, oh, no, I don't believe that it's going to make my child a better child. But like deep down, <laughs> as I think about all the things that I try to and want to control in my children's life, like that's kind of my ultimate goal is to, um, I think that finagling these things will help me produce a more godly or well-rounded child. And I think, again, remembering God's design for this mom, ultimately remembering God is in control of all things, not her. And he is in control of the hearts and lives of our children. So a mom doesn't have control over how her children turn out. Um, Even if she manages the screen time perfectly, she can't manufacture their future or their personality or their tendencies. It's so important, I think, for me to remember that external regulations don't change hearts. They just reveal how short we really fall. Yeah. And underneath that, I mean, it's kind of a pride issue of that wanting to play God and, or even be almost legalistic of like, how can I just check this box without actually 
considering what does it mean to love others and like love God? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like, how can I just, what are the rules? Just go ahead and give them to me and I'll get them done. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. But that mom can remember the good news that, you know, her righteousness isn't found in keeping all these rules she's made for herself or um, holding to some certain screen time standards. Her righteousness is only found in Christ and, and his blood and his payment for her sin is the only thing that can justify her or her children in life. Yeah, I think that it's it's so good to kind of remember that God doesn't love a family that watches TV more or a family that watches TV less. Um, that's not a means of our justification, but God often uses screen time and TV and movies and all those good things for our sanctification. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this mom can focus on, you know, again, loving God and loving others. And I think maybe just relying on him kind of one moment at a time, one day at a time and assessing each situation through that lens of like, how can I love this person right now? And sometimes that might include being more flexible with yeah, the This rules. mama needs to relax. I'm <laughs> preaching to myself. <laughs> and sometimes it does mean loving them by keeping those, mm-hmm. those standards. I mean, we're not saying, Hey, sin against your conscience. Like, but just thinking through those things and making sure are these standards here because I believe they're biblical because this is what my conscience is binding me to do? Or do I have these rules and standards like just because, I don't know, I came up with this arbitrary line in mm-hmm. my head and, and I, I marked that as good mom truth. status. Well, this is how <laughs> yeah. I measure my good mom status. Yes. So, yes. all right. So there are a lot of circumstantial and cultural influences around screen time, as all of us know, but the Bible does not prescribe what the right amount is for each family. So I think this is so good for both moms to remember mm-hmm. these truths that what does the Bible tell us to do? Well, it tells us that we're justified by faith, not the law, that we're to live out the great commission and the greatest commandments, that we're to exhibit the fruits of the spirit, to bring up our children in the discipline and instruction of the Lord, to teach God's word and commands diligently to our children and to teach them to walk in the truth. So in all of this, like God will reveal to you, hey, this is kind of maybe not like this is the number of hours. He's not going to do that. But as we walk out in obedience, uh, what God and his word says, the Holy Spirit is going to be faithful to you Mm -hmm. to convict you and to guide your screen time decisions as you take it just step by step and day Mm -hmm. by day. And knowing that like, it's probably going to change, you know, a lot of different times throughout the day and the week and the years. Yes. So let's get into some practical. I was wanting to go down a tangent right there. I'm going to stop (laughs) move on. But we just wanted to throw out some questions to ask yourself as you are, again, trying to live according to the word through the power of the spirit. And you're thinking about these day by day. So first off, what are your family values and how does your screen time practices help you achieve those or hinder you? and the achievement of those. So if God's design for us as moms is like, hey, we want to disciple our children and minister to our families and we want to really value the local church and we want to value hospitality and all these other things and maybe we have jobs and other things that we do in the community, all of those things are probably going to take up a lot of time. And so we have to interplay like all of those complexities and say, hey, there may be times where part of those ends means that my kids utilize screen time. Mm -hmm. There may be other times when we say, you know what, we've actually been eating up a lot of really productive time for the kingdom by entertaining ourselves Mm -hmm. or entertaining our children. And we actually need to watch less screen time because there are some other things we need to do to minister and Mm -hmm. disciple our children. It could be both. It could be either. It could be 
all in the same day. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. I think for a couple of concrete examples, yes. one was a girlfriend of mine. I think I may have shared this on the show before, but she texted us all before a play date and asked, Hey, can we put on a show for the kids and us moms take some time to pray yeah. and like talk about the deeper things of the heart. And all of us moms were like, oh yeah, you can definitely, you know, use screen time for that use. So there can be sometimes where it's like, hey, that is something that we've all mm-hmm. agreed upon and is helpful. Um, but then there are other nights, as Emily said, that maybe instead of watching that evening show, we should have a family quiet time and spend some time reading the Bible or reading some books together. And just maybe one of your family values is building a culture of literature and hey, that might mean a little bit less time Mm -hmm. watching the screens and watching kind of that scope creep that can happen with screens. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's very much a matter of heart and like your purpose for Mm -hmm. the screen time and just being thoughtful and intentional. And like, we really believe the Holy Spirit is going to convict every mom and probably in a little bit of a different way. Mm -hmm. Like Emily and I are convicted differently and how we use screen time um, in our families. And that's okay. You know? Yeah. Those are super helpful examples. And there also doesn't have to be like the super holy reason yeah. always. Like we don't want to overthink it. We're not saying overcomplicate it, but um, over the course of time, whether it's weeks or months, like sometimes we'll see a pattern developing. It's more when you see that pattern over time and mm-hmm. you're continually feeling that conviction or like, why am I feeling guilty about this? Or there's something that seems off and let me sit down with my husband mm-hmm. and discuss this. Let me evaluate this against the word of God. Let me dig into this guilt mm-hmm. a little bit and see or, if, or fear or fear and see, yeah. yeah, see what's under there and see if that's actually aligning with the truth or where that's coming mm-hmm. from. So it's just good, good reason to dig, dig a little. Yeah. Um, so the second thing that we want to kind of bring up is just maybe these might help you as you think through your screen time, a couple of thoughts of, Hey, which way do I lean? And am I feeling guilt or fears towards any of these things? So, um, do you feel a need to justify how much or how little screen time you use? So Emily is probably saying things like, I have a lot of kids. It's been a hard day. I was up all night and I'm probably saying things like, Oh, I am so thoughtful and careful (laughs) about quantity levels because this is so important to brain development. You know? So I think that there can be sort of these things that we both say in our hearts and say aloud, or even things like trying to convince others to convert to your way, whether that's mm-hmm. like, Hey, just be a little bit more relaxed about it. Or, Oh, here's some education and some research that you could think about. Mm-hmm. So those are things like, what are you saying and speaking to others? Or what are you thinking about in your heart when a mom talks about the way that she uses screen time? Yeah. We're all going to have different personal convictions around screen time. And that's totally fine. But I think just we're asking ourselves, hey, how are we reflecting Christ's love to our family and to those around us? And really like, what are we known for? What do we love the most? Um, Which really gets to how do we change in this if we want to be healthy? And it probably doesn't start with, okay, let me just come up with some new rules or Mm -hmm. some different rules. Mm -hmm. It might include that, which we'll get there, but it starts with being in relationship with God and others, daily renewing our mind with the word of God and with the truth of the gospel. And out of the overflow of that, God may um, give us practical ideas or encourage us that, hey, part of walking this out might be taking a break from the screen Mm -hmm. for a while, or it might be, hey, actually, we're just going to slot it into a specific time in our day every day so that it's not scope creeping out. Or, hey, I'm actually going to relax for a while and I'm going to trust God and pray when this comes up. I don't know. There's a million practical (laughs) ways we could respond, but the practical, we hope, follows that 
heart transformation and that focus and dependence on God. Yeah, I think that sums it up really well. I think it's, it is a big responsibility to raise children in the Lord, but God's also given us a life that we can enjoy. Mm-hmm. And uh, no matter which way you swing, just love holiness more than you love the screen. So mm-hmm. with that, we hope that you'll head to our show notes to check out more information on this topic. We'll dig up some good resources on this topic and share them with you. Um, and then, of course, you can follow us on social media at Risen Motherhood, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Thanks, guys, for joining us. Have a wonderful holiday break.